Howdy, howdy, and welcome to my bloody Judy with your final forgets, myself, Zachary Patton Garcia. And Ian Carlos Crawford. We're here to talk about Cobweb today. Cobweb was in theaters, wouldn't it? Yeah, like okay. very Briefly? for a very short period of time. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, it's on VOD right now. Um, and as you're watching this, it should we should have just like recorded because I think this is going out on Friday. So um, we did watch it. It's like six ninety nine to rent. It's fine. Um, you could buy it. They have it to own as well. Um, and I think you and I both, neither of us really knew what this was. And I know I've seen the trailer, but I don't think I retained anything that the trailer had to tell me because I just <laughs> knew I just had the image of Lizzie Kaplan, like holding the cupcakes. <laughs> like that was it. I can't tell if I knew that image and the one from the dream of her with the long fingers, if I knew from a trailer or just from seeing them on Twitter. Okay. Those were the two images I had seen from this movie that I was thinking of. What did you think this movie was going to be? So I had seen the thing I told you was like the thing I kept seeing was people said it was like a goosebumps, but for adults mm. and that it should have been released at Halloween. I see it. And I, I feel like both those things are very accurate. Halloween was it's a, it's a, it's a vibey movie. It is very Halloween, even though they don't really like participate in Halloween. This family that we follow, um, it feels but very it, Halloween. It feels very goosebumps for adults it also feels like trick-or-treat you've seen trick-or-treat right mm -hmm. yeah it feels trick-or-treat like one of those like side yeah. anthology stories within within it um i don't know it felt like there was like there was a lot of inspirations being pulled like i there's a little bit of mama in there i was getting mama vibes yeah um but i also have something else in there there's okay so there's a story there's a true a true life story true crime story called um of the story of blanche monnier and she was uh this this like socialite girl in france and she was like 20 years old right back in like the olden days um and her mother she was like rumored to have been in love with somebody that her mother didn't approve of and so her mother locked her in the attic for 25 years and when they found her there's a picture of her or like a sketch or something of her like with really long hair like sitting in this attic like surrounded by like rats and bugs and and her own filth and stuff like that and really bony and it reminded me of this movie this movie reminded me of that actually so i mean yeah i <laughs> yes i so the thing i thought you were gonna say is because when i was watching it i was like sometimes something just reminds me does the vibe so well it reminds me of like a story or like yeah. a book or a short story and this kept reminding me of a short story and then I saw that they Is it? they said it's loosely, loosely, loosely inspired by the Edgar Allan Poe's The Telltale Heart. Oh, it's got Edgar Allan Poe vibes dripping from it. So I yeah. see it. Right. I and once I read that, it. I was like, yep, that makes sense. It, it, I, I would say the best description is absolutely adult goosebumps. Yeah. I just think that like really nails it. It seems like a Fear Street story, you know, like this is one of the houses on the Fear yeah. Street. Yes, um, yes. <laughs> In, in, what do they call it? Shadyside. Yes, yeah. in the town of Shadyside. Um, Wait, isn't it Holdenfield or is it a school Holdenfield? Holdenfield. And this, it reminded me of a Michael Myers' origin story too, Rob Zombie's Halloween, the opening of it. I do think, like, this, I feel like the person who made this, so it was also produced by Seth Rogen. It's the first horror okay, movie. This is, this is the most Rogen. random fucking movie that right. I like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lizzie Kaplan from Mean Girls and Homelander from The Boys. Um, very random shit. Um, but I also, um, no, I don't remember what I was going to say other than that. <laughs> uh, okay. Mm. Oh, yes. This is a, the, whoever made this, which I forgot to, I don't okay. know. Like, But, but like, it feels like it was like if you and I made a horror movie, like I think those were on purpose. 
like I felt oh, like yeah. Oh yeah, right? absolutely. Like, it doesn't they don't drag them down. I I yeah. thoroughly enjoyed this movie. It was well worth 6.99 and it yeah. feels like a movie that I will revisit during Halloween season. Yes. Um yes. and years going forward, which is I love that, right? I'm not obsessed with it. It's not like got me. I'm not like thinking about it. It's not like seeping down into my psyche, but I love it and it's going to be a real fun watch going forward um yeah. in the years no, to I come. Agree. Um it does star Lizzie Kaplan, Anthony Starr, uh Cleopatra Coleman. What was she from? Because she looked semi-familiar, like a little bit familiar. Um, let's yeah, see. I don't know. Infinity Pool might be it. She was most recently in Infinity Pool, so I bet that's it. Um, but yeah, so she's in it. I wasn't a big fan of her character. Just spoiler. Um, and then this little kid, Woody Norman as Peter. Um, what did you think of the movie overall? So I text Kirsten White actually after we yeah. watched it to be like, have you heard of Cobweb? Because I, I like her and I usually have the same taste and shit. But I was like, this is a movie I'm not sure because I could see where the references might be like tiring for someone. But I like I agree with you. They didn't bother me. But I could see if they I could see them bothering someone being like, oh, um, so I told her I was like, I could see it maybe bothering you, but I liked it. And it reminded me of like a short story we both would talk about. Um, and she was like, oh, I'll have to add it to my list. Um, cause she'll watch like her, like teens really like horror. So they'll like watch, but they get like, it's so funny. They're like, they'll get snobby with her about the horror she likes. Um, yeah. cause she was like, I was like, the teens might like this. Um, cause I feel like this is like different enough from other stuff that like, it I is. See, right. It is. Like, um, um, but yeah, no, I felt, I, I was watching it and I was like, I know Zach and I feel the same. I feel like you and I are pretty good with knowing mm -hmm when we feel the same way about a thing and I like felt the same. It was the, it was more what I was hoping from, from the Boogeyman. Do you remember that Boogeyman movie that just came out and we watched it and had the girl from the Yellow Jackets? Was it called Boogeyman? It was the one about the, about the light, light sphere and like the monster in the dark and the light sphere. Oh, uh, yes, it was, you're right. Yes. I think it was called This Boogie is like Man. a yeah, better yeah. version of that yes. is what it kind of felt like, which is what yeah. I wanted from that movie. And I got in this movie. So I'm happy with that. Um, the whole story is just basically about this kid who's really sheltered. Um, Lizzie Kaplan's his mom, Anthony Starr's his dad, and he goes to school and he's, you know, being bullied at school. And then at night, every night when he goes into his bedroom, um, he hears this like knocking on the wall. And so we have this mystery that plays out. And what do you think of the mystery? Because I, I was pretty, I, I liked it. I liked it. Um, the twist wasn't like, as as the as the story went, you could figure it out pretty easily, but it still really worked for me and the whole reveal really worked for me. And I felt, you know, anxiety as yes. you are supposed to in a horror movie. I, cause I think I did call this when we were like, I think like halfway through, I was like, all right, I think the, whoever's like the parents are bad, but whoever's in the, I feel like that like, was the, like, cause we kept unmuting each other. And I think every time yeah. we would unmute each other, it was mostly just like throwing out guesses. What was so I think, cause I think that was like my like third guess. And I was like, okay, wait, this is what I think it is. Yeah. Because when the movie started, I was like, wait, do I not like Lizzie Kaplan's acting in this? And then I was like, oh no, that's all on purpose. What did you think now of that like though? It. What did you think of that? Okay, so it was it read to me as very much a like Kate Winslet as a horror character. Like with a little bit of um a little bit of Kathy Bates in there, you know. I the Kathy Bates I could for sure see because mm -hmm. I think like once the teacher went there, it was like, oh no, the mom is supposed to be off because the teacher even says, like, there was something weird about her. Like, I don't know what's mm -hmm. going on. And like, you know what I mean? Like literally if a character in the movie recognizes it, we are also, it's not, 
I thought it was like weird acting, but then I was like, oh no, this is like what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Um, so I liked it. Once I got into it, I was like, okay, I like this performance because it is, it was weird. It. And like the way she like verbalized things was like very like halted and she would it like- was it was very because I wasn't sure if she was supposed to be this religious mother, right, or yeah. like somebody who's like like a religious nut. And I don't think so. Anthony Starr's Mark. Uh, I just can't look at this man after seeing him in the boys anymore and see him as anything but evil. So I looked at him. He had brown hair, and I was like, "His man is evil. I know he's gonna be evil. I just see his face, and he's evil. He's just this man has an evil face." So. He really does. Like there was times when they were close up on him and I just kept seeing, um, and I haven't watched the boys, but I've just yeah. seen like from Twitter, what's that one clip they always show where he's like, uh, uh, and he's like realizing something and like people are like snapping uh, photos of him. I don't know. There's a lot of damn clips. I haven't even seen like the newest season. So. Oh, okay. I've always meant to watch it, but you know, add it to it. <laughs> But I know him. I know Homelander. <laughs> Everybody know. knows the Homelander. Um, so I knew he was going to be fucking evil. I did kind of suspect that maybe she was going to be like a good one, a better at least. And like maybe towards the end, like set her son free or like get yeah, her son out of save there. Save him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I didn't know like the mystery was unfolding before us. And I don't think I was thinking too far ahead in terms of the mystery. Um, just as things would happen, I would sort of start putting my guesses in. Mm. Um but when we got to the part where they're like all sitting around eating whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, also what was that? <laughs> Shit. Shit. <laughs> diarrhea. Like <laughs> that was that was You haven't had your little, diarrhea soup. Little sister's <laughs> diarrhea soup. That was hers. She she made it in the wall and passed it through the hole. <laughs> um whenever like that scene was coming up and he was like, This tastes funny, I'm like, This Lizzie Kaplan done poisoned somebody with the rat poison i thought that that's what i thought was going to happen but really it was the child and that was wild too the child like poisoned the parents um because i guess this little like whatever is in the wall right is talking to him at night and he's talking back and so i wasn't sure either if that was like psychological or if there was something actually in the wall um but it was making him do bad things and so the bullies at school made him push one of his bullies brian down the stairs and he broke his leg right and then he gets expelled from school which is wild like also consider the bully please right you're like come on like <laughs> like my kid came home with like a bruise under his every day chin. yes please Let's so, so, let's expel both. How about that? <laughs> um, but I, yeah, we quickly like realized that both of the parents are just shitty. Um, and I just well, wasn't I mean, sure what was coming with that because it felt yeah. like I liked what you were like because it's so true. You were like, yeah. "Is what communication is important?" Because like, rather than being like, "You don't hear anything to the child, and you're not allowed to yeah. have nightmares," maybe be like. Yeah, don't talk to that crazy person in the wall. There's, they're in the wall for a reason. So yeah, just, like... just trust me. You want to know why? <laughs> Let me tell you why. When you open the door in the wall here, the door is behind this this little thing. If you do that, this person is crazy. They look wild, <laughs> right. right? Okay, shining like a flashlight through the hole. Let them see what the person looks like. Um, and not only that, but this person gonna kill everybody as soon as she gets out. So she is. Just superpowers. Be just be careful. Um, I don't know how she was so damn strong and couldn't make it out of the wall because <laughs> also we saw that lizzie kaplan fed her right she was yes. she brought her 
and like the the creature we saw by the end felt like she could have just snatched her arm you didn't take out lizzie kaplan lizzie kaplan also a monster right there's something (laughs) underneath lizzie kaplan's dress that tentacles that come out and like (laughs) is this a genetic thing um i don't know they're making monsters over there but i did fun fact um deborah wilson she was in mad tv she was one of my favorites in mad tv she's playing oh yeah yeah um she plays the voice of the of the of the little sister sarah oh really Um, yeah, when she's a monster, though, and she's like, ah. Oh, only when she's a monster. Mm-hmm. I think a little girl played her as the little girl voice. That's always weird when someone like that has, like, a role like that, when it's like, oh, but I know who that person is, and they have, like, this, like, weird... I love her. I'm obsessed with her. You know, I liked her, and who is... Who's the woman that now does all the voices on Family Guy that was the other woman on Mad it, TV? um... Oh, shit. It's, Samantha um... something? No. No, it's, um... Nicole. Right? Nicole, is it Nicole something? Nicole Sullivan lady? does a lot of them too, and she was on that TV at one time. But also, okay, I think that's um, what, that's... well, are you talking about Lois? No, 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 no. no, no. I'm okay, talking. About... She does a lot of voices too. Yeah, and she was also on Mad TV. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, um, no, I was connected. talking about all connected. <laughs> yeah, they all anyway. live on the wall. They're all on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> um, the mystery was pretty fucking good, though. I was like into yeah. it. I was I was following it, which is like how you want to keep my attention, right? So like I was into it. Um. I felt so terrible and, for this little boy. Right? And it's yeah. a tight 90 minutes, which I think is yes. like, that's all you oh, and I want. Perfect. Like, yeah. They weren't trying to feed us too much. Um, at one point, Alistair was like, I think he had lost him a little bit, my husband, because um, he leaned over to me. And he's like, I thought this was going to be the end. I'm like, no, he's got to <laughs> let her out now. We've got to see what she can do. Um, <laughs> but they were like giving us little morsels of the of the mystery. You know, there's a little girl in a house down the road who like went did she go missing or did she come up dead she, she went missing because she yeah. was the girl in pumpkin patch right yeah, yeah. pumpkin patch made no fucking sense to me so is there a bunch of people in the pumpkin patch under all the I, pumpkins i thought we were supposed to assume that right i don't know and how did she die was she another sister or was she killed by sarah or was she killed by the parents no the she did say she killed the little girl she uh. said like i'll do the same thing i did to her when she came to the door. Yeah. Um, so. Lizzie Cablin was fucking stressed during this movie. A, a period of this podcast needs to be paid. Attention needs to be paid to Lizzie Cablin's stress level because she was stressed <laughs> from beginning minute one to the, t- to her death, to her death rattle. But it's Halloween, and she's freaking out about a child ringing the doorbell as if that's like... She's like, like oh, we just can't have family dinner at peace! And she goes to the door and she's... Just... I love that it's we, we stay on the dad and the son, and we just hear her angrily walking to the door and like, and slamming, the, slamming door. the door and marching back, right? Like, I, she needed medication, a weed, and oh, say, a vacation. Yeah. And a vacation. <laughs> Somebody needed to tell her she was Knuff. But... The... My so I want everyone to know when I showed up to Zoom wearing this, that was like, oh, I said, I are you depressed? depressed. <laughs> <laughs> I, see, if Ian's wearing any type of colors, that lets me know he's probably depressed, right? If he's wearing black, it's a normal Tuesday. <laughs> this is my, like, I. this is a shirt that I feel like I will never wear in public because I don't like pastels. Really? It's, it's cute. A it's big. a good shirt, and we love it. We love it. We love capitalism. <laughs> That goes out to you, Hammy. <laughs> there was a point I was going to make. And now oh, I don't know. Continue. Continue. Uh, no, I don't. I literally don't remember. Um, I, I'm, yeah. My, my 
upload just failed again, but it failed downloading from DaVinci. So I think that means I just don't have any space on my computer. No, which will be probably don't, because Sarah from the Wall has been using your laptop at night. Clearly, you could have somebody in your house, in your walls, in your basement. In this house, absolutely. Yes, I've seen your house. I think I, I know you've looked it up. Yes, <laughs> it looks like somebody could be living in there. I told someone that story the other day. Uh, I forget who it was, but they were like, yeah, I do that too. And I'm I so like, glad that we and we mentioned it on a podcast one time because when we put yeah. that clip out and it became a debated topic, everybody <laughs> agreed with me. They're like, yes, of course we do that. Of course I'm going to look up your house. If I have your address, I'm looking up your house. Yes. I had to do that for Etsy. There was someone gave me their address and Etsy kept saying this is not a valid address. So I was like, hey, can you like check? And they were like, that's my address. I looked it up on Google Maps and it's an abandoned lot. Okay. And that's where and, they want to pick their packages up. It's not your fucking business, Ian. But if there's no mailbox, it won't get delivered. Uh, That's where Sarah has her mailbox. It's somewhere in there. It might be a hole in the ground, but it's there. Okay. They just drop it through the little bars in the in the floor. Also, when did we... Did you make that up or is it in the movie that they call her Sarah? It's Sarah. I'm, I'm looking at the cast list. They call her Sarah. I don't remember ever, the, ever saying Sarah. I don't. Yeah. Sure. But S Sissy in the wall is what I thought. <laughs> Sissy um, Spacek. <laughs> just Sissy Spacek in the <laughs> I, I, like, I looked it up and I, so I messaged them and I was like, hey, I just looked this up on Google Maps. This is an abandoned lot. And they're like, they must have an old photo. And I'm like, this sounds like they're set up to like, because that's not how that works, right? I don't know. Sometimes I would look up my own house when we lived in Lawton and I'd still see the, the previous owners, oh, really? their cars. Yeah. So oh. it took a while. She said she did just buy it. Cars. Hmm. But I was like, all right, that's I guess I'll suspicious. send it. Right? <laughs> yes. Does she have a son named Peter? Does she, is, are they not allowed to dress up for Halloween? That's the question you need to ask next. Um, which was fucking wild that they could not dress up for Halloween. I don't understand that either. Why could we not dress up for Halloween? I think it's just like they had, they like had such negative feelings towards Halloween. About monsters? That was when their daughter murdered someone and they had to okay. cover it up and put her in the attic forever. It's a so family I, outing is what I think. This Get away house, from her for a little while. My childhood home that I now live in. <laughs> um, this house, I always think of that with movies like that. I'm like, so much so that it barely scares me because I just have my entire life. I've thought yeah. of that, like, because our attic still scares me and I'm fucking 40 years old and moved back here six years ago and realized I still had that same fear I did growing up. Mm. I've like, I don't know it's because it's so dark. I always say dark is what scares me, right? There's no lights, although like there's no light in the attic, but it's the length of the house. Um, and my dad has put so much shit there. The weirdest thing you can see with a flashlight is my brother's old Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon from like the 80s. That was like the original one. Mm -hmm. You can just see it sitting on the box. And like you for some reason it. that that imagery creeps me out because it's like a child's toy in like a corner dusty on a box. If you film it on Super 8 and just like do real tight corners, you can make a skin ring too. I I probably could. <laughs> you should do that. But so um, like, yeah, I'm so used to thinking like, eh, and like children in the attic, which we reviewed and was not nearly that scary once to revisit it. It was a good movie. Um, the like hand coming out of the vent. It was children in the attic. What are you not children about? in the attic. Um, Flowers in the attic. We've never done that. People under children the stairs. In the basement? People under the stairs. Jesus I thought Christ. this was very people under the stairs coded. <laughs> this but, felt very like that. 
So as a kid, that was one of the scariest things I'd ever seen, the hand coming out of the vent mm-hmm. to pick up the fork. I still thought it was scary. Nope, I still thought it was scary when we watched it. I may have said otherwise in the recording. I don't remember what I said, but I think about it now and it's scary. We have a <laughs> closet right here in, in the because um, this is a master bedroom. It's what I use for my studio. And so it has a master closet. It's very big. Um, and you walk into it and it has this like attic door. Um, and one time I nearly shit myself because I walked in there and I guess it's real windy in El Paso. And so I guess I have that the wind, attic door in my yes, closet. Yes, it had yes. like like shifted it. And I was like, I ran and got Alistair. I'm like, somebody's in here. Somebody <laughs> is up there. And I, I would think that like, too. I left I it like that, that for two months because I was not going to go in there. We had squirrels, a nest of squirrels in our attic. And that was, I think, when I first moved back in. It was before I moved back in mm. because I remember sitting with my grandma. She was living here and we were sitting in the living room and I was like, Grandma, do you hear that? Because no one else, mom and dad don't hear that. She was like, yeah, that's animals. And I was like, okay, I thought so. And then there ended up being a bunch of dead squirrels. Like the living room started to stink. And it was because there's been too many stories caught. on the dailymail.com that show people just living right. in other people's houses. Right. So I'm never going to say, oh, it's an animal. Oh, houses make noises at night. No, the fuck they don't. No, the, yeah, they there's do. a person they, in they here. Do. No, they do. That, there's a person <laughs> in your house, Ian. There's a person in there. Um, <laughs> I think at My, one point we were talking about like houses making. I think it was after that part, right? And I looked over to Alistair and I said, "Does our house, is our house, yeah. um, does it make noises now?" And it, our, I don't think my house makes noises now. But the house that we used to live in, the old one that was built in the eighties, used to make noises all the time. Yeah, my. I think this house had only one previous owner before my parents, mm-hmm. and they That's moved the here one when who I was died young. in the walls. The my my nice apartment in Astoria, which were positive was haunted. The former former tenant died in the apartment, mm. like of old age, not like murder, but like. And it refuses to leave. We're probably still enjoying that apartment. It got remodeled. It looks very nice. It's terrible. Um, to bring this back to Cobweb. <laughs> I guess. Uh, the teacher. There's this big teacher character who is supposed to be like the champion for, you know, no no child left behind. That kind of, you know, teacher. Zach did um, not like her wanting to help. Freedom Riders. She's terrible. <laughs> She's an awful character. I didn't like her. I wanted her to die. Killed. He, he needed, like, a way to be saved, and you knew he couldn't, he wasn't able to save himself. He's a, like, tiny, tiny child. Yeah. Well, and she did, she was pretty smart about putting the phone number, like, at the top of the page, right? Um, we we I, like knocked it at first. We're like, oh, that's dumb. But like, that makes sense. Well, she should have hid the it. phone number somewhere in there, right? Like, right. it's an answer or something. But he got it, and they didn't, which was good. Um, but then he goes and like makes the phone call, and and she's like, Lizzie Capsule's like standing right. That was that, that like, moment right was like, it's crazy. This movie is full of crazy moments. It's just yes. full of like wild shit. Because the <laughs> the moment where he's on the phone, I'm like, my anxiety's already up. And he hangs up the phone. I'm like, she's behind him. And then the camera goes over. I'm like, oh shit, she's behind him. Like, she's really behind him. That it's was like you wild. hear that creak and he looks in the doorway. She's not there, but then she's right behind him. <laughs> when he pulls back the, the uh, wallpaper and he throws the ball in. And then we think the balls, I thought the balls could come back out and it shows yeah, the yeah. eye. That shit was crazy. I that jumped. Um, I don't like a funneled in dream sequence that really doesn't have anything to do with any of the the plot. And we had one yeah. of those, but it was still very effective. Right. Like, I agree with you, but like, even though I still think that, I do think this dream, like, it worked, right? Because we saw both of them, right? Both of the parents. Um, yeah. 
and Lizzie Kaplan, he was making like, the clock running. noises. Yeah. And she was it, make she looked like the daughter. Yeah. It was wild. That was wild. Um, I knew. So something that really, really scares me is always a true crime. Like you're I'm broken record. You hear me say it all the time, but like this shit really can happen. So Peter breaks Brian's leg by pushing him down the stairs. And so Brian and his family, well, I guess it was older brothers or something yeah. like that. Um, so that's what I'm gonna say it is. Um, but him showing up, they, them all showing up and like casing the house and then showing up to really fuck up uh, Peter and not caring if the parents were going to be there. That's, that's scary. It's because yeah. it's like people from your school really can, I can hurt you like, like that. And it also like built more tension because you're like, oh fuck. Like how, yeah. like now, even though his parents are dead and he could get out, like now we it's, have this it's scary that stuff is really scary yeah. but like this is a horror movie so i knew what was about to happen um but them Getting showing up to do that is really terrifying um when he kills his parents and i like i clicked on my remote because i wanted to see how much longer we still had 28 minutes and um i so as soon as he killed his parents i'm like oh fuck he's about to let this bitch out and he starts going up there his mom like chases him with the knife because i guess at any was she gonna stab him is this right. the same question we have was she gonna stab him like at any cost keep that woman behind the wall or was she gonna push him down and go up there and like what right was or she was she like do? getting the knife in case she got out and something like, but i and was wondering that too like even like as we're talking about it i'm like wait a minute but i gotta bring up the knife because like what yeah. was she because we didn't see her try to stab him she just tried to grab his leg yeah I, I, whatever the case might be, he pushed her down the stairs too because it's just his thing. It's his thing. Sure he was, is. He was going to show up to school and hurt somebody one day. So I'm glad he was not in school no more, got expelled. This family is clearly crazy, and I don't think the gene missed him. I just think he wasn't old enough to come into that crazy yet. But he Ooh. was going to follow somebody home after school with a knife one day on Halloween. I was curious how old. The, I wanted to know the age the monster was supposed to be because, like, She's old. She looked old. Right? She looked like a haggard, like, goblin. But, like, Lizzie Kaplan's my age, so, like... <laughs> Lizzie Kaplan was, like, 15 when she had this woman, you know? It's whatever. <laughs> uh, maybe she just came out looking like a Benjamin Button. Yeah, that's know? true, yeah. Could have yeah. been like that. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that moment when he pushes Lizzie Kaplan down the stairs, and she says... She you tells him, right? Go. She like comes yeah. back up and grabs him and says, don't let her out. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. We follow him all the way up, up there. And the doors that they like, these little trap doors and hidden doors get smaller every time. And so this, this is like a tiny door now behind this like <laughs> grandfather clock. I, I feel like that's when I would have changed, right? Because I was already weary of that voice. Yeah. And I was like, oh, like I was thinking like as a kid, even not thinking like just thinking like a child, right? Like he's like what? Yeah. 10, 12? I don't know. Yeah. Even thinking like that, I would just be too scared then to be like, oh, I would I have been killed, too scared. Right? Like I just killed her and she was still saying, Don't do it, don't let her out. Like, yeah. That would scare me so much more that I think like I would call the police or my teacher to be like, Hey, can you come over? Because there's we need to let my sister's out, locked in the wall. Yeah. Please come help. I would do that. Yes. But I don't think, I would think I would have been too scared to open anything, right? Because yes. when he yes. does, um, I'm getting like now the I'm laugh, getting now the I'm laugh getting gets, goes yeah. from like a little girl's laugh down to a deep laugh, Oof, Deborah yeah. Wilson's laugh. Um, and then you see these just like little pins of light 
in the darkness start to come out. I was like, shit. Yeah. But then he ran to his room. And I was like, go outside, out the, door, out the front door. Like, and there were plenty of opportunities for him to do that, right? Like when Lizzie Kaplan is in real stressed out in the kitchen, like cutting up the pumpkins, <laughs> go, run, take off. Something. Real stressed out cutting up pumpkins. <laughs> I felt real bad for her. I did. I did. I was I was on Lizzie's side for most of the movie until she died. I well, no, I because like I still the thing I still don't get is like Yeah. But why were they terrible? Because they were terrible parents. I do like that point a lot, is that there was no reason they were terrible parents. They weren't terrible parents because they were scared of this monster in the wolves. They were terrible parents because they were terrible parents. They were terrible parents to that monster, and they were terrible parents to this little boy. Because there's no reason that they would have they should have ever put the little boy in the basement. That's terrible. That's a child called it right there. Right, yeah, yeah. just don't do that shit, right? They're just bad parents. But Lizzie Kaplan has got a special place in my heart, so it doesn't matter what she does. I'm always going to see her as Lizzie Kaplan. I mean, I do love a Lizzie Kaplan. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Anthony Starr, he's evil. Um, Yeah, they were just shitty parents. Um, And I guess he gets, like, adopted by the teacher at the end, so happy family, I guess. I (laughs) When they were all vomiting, I think I unpaused, unmuted to be like, are they throwing a blood or are they monsters? Because it looked so dark. Oh, yeah. I was like, are they supposed to be demons? And like, that's like... And I knew they were going to throw up, right? Because if it's rat poison... And I, I saw the I, the foreshadowing of the rat poison coming later. Like the little pellets. Um, I figured that was going to happen. Um, or something, it was going to be used somehow like that. Um, but usually when you ingest stuff like that, you throw up. The rat oh, poison will make right. you throw up. Yeah, it'll hit your gl- gag reflex. Um, and so they were doing that... They were. It was taking her a little bit longer, but she was like, <laughs> he starts. Because uh, he was like, starts throwing up, and she's it. like trying to get the phone, and then the phone's cut. And I'm like, fuck! This little boy is about to take a knife and butcher his parents and chase Lizzie Kaplan around the house. I knew his new. He was bad news. Lock his ass in the basement. Put him back down there. Something's <laughs> about to happen, and it did. I, I did think it was all like very well, like premeditated for a child. But I guess well, like it was her. kind of yes, yeah. it was her. That's what I thought was really good is like the corrupting of this poor kid because this kid like I make jokes, but this is a very sad situation that this kid was right, in. Yeah. Right, like um, his parents, he was like super sheltered anyway, which already creates can create. I don't want to piss off any sheltered kids out there. Um, can create like sort of a distance between you and people in the outside world. So him at school, he has this distance between himself and like all the other kids because he is sheltered. He's not allowed to do right, a whole lot yeah. of things, right? Um, and so that really sucks. Then he goes home and his parents are fucking terrible. Lock him in the basement behind the refrigerator, right? Like I, I was like, the teacher, get him, get him. He, he's <laughs> yes. behind the fridge. I see, this is why I liked the teacher because it was like, oh good, she's going to save him. Like that's where we're going with this. And I liked I even thought that scene with her at the house was tense. Like I it was, was like, it was. But I thought I should. I thought she was about to get it with the, the I, hammer. I thought she was about to get it. I was like, ooh, this is where she's gonna die. She's gonna get a chase scene. But it worked right for like yeah. tension. Like even though there wasn't like a a big moment in that yeah. scene, it like worked with the tension. I thought it was really good. And then when the movie the, was just really good at tension in general, it was. Um, which I think as all you really, you know, you have your story, maybe your story's not the strongest, uh, maybe your reveal's not the strongest, the twist, the mystery, whatever, but if you can pack it in with some tense moments that really feed the story, it, I, I think it works really, really well. Because again, I almost feel like the dream scene and even the other bully kids coming to the house at the end could have been like probably not there in the original script and they're like we need a little bit more eh, mm-hmm. add that in but it worked right so it doesn't yeah. matter apparently this script was like um 
some on some list a little while ago. I like briefly saw it right before we started recording. Um, but about like some like one of the best unproduced scripts or something like that on a list of like best unproduced scripts that need to be huh. like made into something. Um, the how frustrating it must be to have your script on that list. Be like someone just fucking made it. But then it. there's like... people I see. But then we have the internet, and there are people looking at that list. So if your script ends up on the list, that's could be really beneficial. True, clearly, because somebody looked at it. Seth um, Rogen probably looked at it. <laughs> Don't do well, shit. Seth Rogen wasn't the teacher. Let's just <laughs> I'll be I'll be good with that. Uh, <laughs> uh, the whole thing I, I like the whole thing. The um, when when she's finally this little monster's finally let out. She like really goes to town on all of these people in the house, right? Like <laughs> she, she pulls time. one guy underneath the the piano and. There's just like this explosion of blood. And I'm like, what the fuck did you do? What did you do? Was this like a like a toothpaste roll? Did you just mush them? Like a go-gurt? <laughs> and like she fucking beheads the one guy to throw him against the wall a whole bunch. Yeah. And what did she do to Brian? I don't even remember what she did to Brian. She like Lil Brian. You don't see he Oh, little Brian. Yeah, you don't see, isn't it? Like he just screams from afar. I think maybe. I don't. I don't. It was moving so fast. I don't know. And then the teacher yeah. was pulling up, and we knew something was going to happen with the teacher. Um, and then the all of the like, it was just so wild, and it wasn't necessarily scary because like once we got to all of this, and like she's like actually out and killing people, I wasn't. I wasn't terrified. I wasn't scared. I wasn't feeling a whole. I was really scared. Intense. Yeah, I was scared when it was like just the hair. Like that creeps the me hair out. Was, or... The hair was weird. Yeah. It was. Like, I feel like long. I'm going to see that hair, like, be like on my shoulder. Long. But then when they're, like, um, fighting it and she, like, yeah, takes yeah. the kid back down and there's this big well. When we see it, I will say it looked like, and I don't mean this in a positive manner, it looked like a deadite from Evil Dead, like from it's, the original series. It's the creature feature. You know, yeah. it's just the creature. I mean, we need to quit saying that because she's a woman, she was a person who was abused. <laughs> Captain okay, Ball. but like she's a monster with super. No, I was on her side. Long I was like, very much kill the teacher. Yes, you deserve all of this. You deserve this murder. This should be your <laughs> house. I really did think they. I like for a minute there. I was like, oh, is she gonna kill both the teacher and the boy? Because yeah. I don't want that boy to die. Well, I knew as soon as her hair was like dangling down into the well while she was at the teacher, and he fucking Rapunzel's that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was over for her, but it really wouldn't. It's still a good ending for her. Actually, it was a worse ending. Kill her. Just kill her because he locked her down there. In I the didn't basement. know. So, like, okay, we're at the end, I guess. So, like, the ending really, really felt like they were like, whoops, we forgot to film the end. And we we already were, it didn't feel like they had budget for the end. For no, There was no ending. No ending I, budget. I like, would love to know what went in because the ending isn't bad but it just is weird right because it's like they trap her but then it's like okay did they not try is this like they the trap her see, but then i is like, that like the future no it's not the future it's, it's the what could be it's it's her her words at the end because when she is saying you know you'll always be scared of me you know i the fear Which of is me true. is always going to That's carry trauma. me with you. Yes. and if somebody <laughs> is locking me down there and is walking away i'm gonna scare the shit out of them i'm gonna say everything i can be like i'm coming for you bitch you better sleep with an eye open i will get out of here one day <laughs> i just feel like but they put her that pit wasn't a, there was no hallway right that was just a pit just a pit just a pit and who like... put the pit there who made the pit they said she said the dad made the pit. Okay, you're not gonna convince me that that man was a handyman enough to to make a pit like that. Absolutely like not. Like that. Like no. that is a deep ass pit. Yes. But also, if she's in there, just like 
I don't know. I'd like throw matches. Kill her. Like Laurie Strode is good at locking somebody in a basement and just like dropping <laughs> yeah, yeah. a little flare, you know? Um, but don't like that was even crueler, I think, because she she became a monster. She became evil because of the way she was treated. Um, and so you're not going to sell me on like this is cruel to this. I monster. love her. I love her. And I think that she, it was too cruel to lock her down there like that. Just kill her. Just kill it's her like, because now she's down there even even longer. And she ain't gotten Lizzie Kaplan to feed her pumpkin bread. Whatever the fuck she was feeding her. Poor yeah. brown shit. <laughs> shit. I, shit. Because I my thought process was smash those lorn ass fingers and those fingernails with a hammer so she can't climb. Um, because I feel like leave her ass in that pit forever. But I would be worried if she wasn't dead that she would be in any house I was in. You're not going to tell me that this this girl is not Samara come back from the ring this well, is it's her, funny right this is her story you kept you kept joking about that like oh it's some on the walls and then it like then it's hair and like kind of yeah. and a whale yeah and a, and a, a well that's a pit but it was i don't know justice for sarah man justice for sarah <laughs> and i hope she comes back out and i hope she kills that little kid and i hope she kills that teacher no yes and mean. i hope she is a creepy thing in the house and everybody is scared of that house because they know that people die in the house like that's the house where the isn't it scary though like so they're gonna find all the bodies right they're gonna take all the bodies out and stuff like that but then one day that house is just going to be abandoned and people are gonna walk by to hear her down there that's a freaking well, scary movie give me a I, part two because that's already giving me chills i feel like they would have had to explain what happened right because Who? otherwise the little boy and that hmm. teacher would go to jail for murder right he did kill people <laughs> he did kill his parents. He did, but they would have to like be like, she did that. So what do you think she is, in jail? You think they put her in handcuffs and she just went? <laughs> I say let's stop vilifying women, barbarian, cobweb. I think women trapped in dungeons deserve their, their time of murder. I mean, she got hers. She got her time of murder. Not enough. Not enough. Mm -hmm. She didn't murder enough children. <laughs> <laughs> exactly um yeah but okay but but it does end abruptly right even when it's like she's talking i don't like, like as ending. soon as yeah as soon as her dialogue stops it's done and we're just like seeing him imagining it and i don't know i felt like it almost would have worked worked better if she's saying that and we're just seeing him walk out but he still looks like scared yes and then i think a sort of like shot or something of like much later the house at night and hearing a voice coming from like the house because there's windows there's basement windows right, so you yeah, would yeah. hear something coming from that i think that is very great creepy that she would still be down there i think that would give me chills more chills yeah. than knowing that she's running around because when she did run around when she did get loose it wasn't that scary right but knowing something is like trapped it was little... thrilling because it was like yes but yeah. yeah i love the movie though yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm gonna be watching it pretty much every yeah we year. can complain about we both are complaining about the end but we still like which says a lot oh the, the ending movie. like that that it doesn't even piss me off the ending i didn't really like it but like it doesn't piss me off i'm not thinking about it it's okay but right i do feel like that's a big credit to the movie for us yes. to both feel like yeah that ending was, was kind of dumb but like we still fucking loved it yeah i love the movie i'm yeah. I'm, I'm really a really solid the, movie so the really like it was just impeccable vibes i felt like of yes. like the spooky season yes. shit, and i love that the backyard full of pumpkins and then he has pumpkins on his wallpaper that is like ace a plus shit oh they weren't pumpkins they were um <gasps> don't tell me that. hot air balloons oh fuck that no those <laughs> are pumpkins i saw pumpkins you saw pumpkins and we're gonna leave it at pumpkins okay
<laughs> okay. They were they loved pumpkins, okay? They got it. <laughs> farmed pumpkins. Is that's what they were doing. There was a scene that I had a question about that I did have questions throughout the movie. So like there's a scene where everybody's carving pumpkins at school and I'm like, did they get that from his house? Or did they order them all? Did, from do they, does this family supply the town with pumpkins? What is the story about the pumpkins? I think that's my number one question. So yeah, I mean, but I feel like the answer could easily be yes, right? Like, say a lot of fucking pumpkins in that backyard. The murder pumpkins. Um, okay. <laughs> that was our review of Web. Um, we do love it. We highly recommend that y'all go and buy it. Thank you so much, Paramount, for sponsoring us today. Just kidding. <laughs> we didn't get any advanced copy. We bought this shit. <laughs> I wish. I know, right? Lizzie Kaplan, send us, a, send us a, a bootleg one day. Yeah, yeah, hit us up. <laughs> Come on the podcast. Um, we are partnered with horrorpress.com though, and you write for horrorpress.com sometimes. And what do you have coming up, Ian? Um, I have coming up a piece about um trauma and final girls and horror and how horror helps me work through grief. Um, I've done a few uh Buffy at 25, like visiting certain episodes, like becoming um and I only have eyes for you. I did a ghost face ranking. I did a review of Scream 6 that's very long. Um, yeah, and uh, you should check them out because they have some other great writers writing for them. There you go. There you go. Um, go check out horrorpress.com. We thank you for watching this episode, listening to this episode, however you may enjoy us. Um, if you are listening to us, make sure to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you are watching, make sure to like, smash that like button, leave a comment, tell us who lives in your walls, right? And then tell us how you are enjoying us. <laughs> yes. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.